0: Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B,
1: here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Thursday edition of the Black and Blue Report and greetings from the Smoothie King Center studios in New Orleans. Boy, it's good to say that. John Shazer, Sean Kelly, we are home after what seemed like a two-week road trip, and frankly, J.D., it was only since last Saturday that we left, uh... We are back home and getting set now for All-Star Weekend here at the Smoothie King Center. Yeah, at least no
2: snow on the ground here, so that's
1: one plus. And then uh, you get the best players in the
2: world coming here to play at the Smoothie King Center. So, uh, yeah, we, it's good to be home. Good to be home. Yeah, Only four no days, but it felt like forever.
1: Yeah, this building is being transformed by the NBA into something quite spectacular that I don't think anybody will recognize. Uh, certainly with regard to the preparations, it's it's buzzing around here to say the least. Yeah.
2: Um, it's hard to get in and out around here, which uh, is kind of super bullish. But uh, yeah, you, you can't just walk up here and, and think you're gonna walk in like we usually do. Uh, now we actually have to be somebody to get in. So <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if we actually have achieved status as being somebody, but at least we've got IDs so we can get in.
1: No doubt. So Pelicans ended their uh, stretch pre All Star with a win last night at Milwaukee. We're gonna talk about that today. Also in the Black and Blue Report, Avery Johnson and also trombone shorty. We've got a great show for you. But Saints news uh, at the top of our list here today, J.D., some significant roster moves yesterday made by Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis, some names that are quite familiar to Saints fans and a big part of what we'd say is the most recent chapter in Saints history.
2: Yeah, um, team parts waved with uh, cornerback Jabari Greer, uh, linebacker Will Smith, uh, linebacker John Vilma, and safety Roman Harper, um, four guys who – were members of the Super Bowl team who have played a lot of good games for the Saints, and unfortunately for them, uh, were injured you know, either the entirety of last season or the majority of it or a significant portion of it. And uh, really the team kind of figured out what they could and could not accomplish without them last season. And therefore, uh, you look at it, and it's not as big a hit as you would think. Now, certainly, you lose some leadership, obviously. But in terms of actual on-field performance for last season, uh, the defense did fine without all of them. And plus, you have a salary cap savings. Let's 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 be real here. There's an economic, you know, situation here that that is in play. And that being Jimmy Graham, the tight end, who has to have a new contract. So none of the moves in your eyes are are a surprise at this point no not really I mean you know nostalgia says you know you want the guys to be around and of course you want guys to be around forever obviously but you know the business side of it is they didn't play a lot last year the business side is they didn't give the team a lot of production last year the business side is this was a top five defense in the NFL without them last year and the business side is there's got to be you know some economic concessions made to sign Jimmy Graham at some point in the future and so
1: you know, that's going to have to be taken care of. I would imagine there will be more moves to be made. We'll talk about that, I guess, as they happen. But real quick, though, J.D., um, place, place these four gentlemen, uh, Smith and Vilma, Harper and Greer, uh, in perspective with regard to their historical significance to this era of Saints football history.
2: Well, John Vilma was the defensive equivalent to Drew Brees for this team. He came in, and he was the guy who kind of, matched width with Drew Brees defensively. He was the guy who played the chess match with Drew Brees in practice, and he was the guy who who really elevated that defense as soon as he came on the scene. Will Smith, a guy who had double-digit sacks a few times in his career and and is one of the top rushers, in the history of the team. Uh, Jabari Greer, an underrated cornerback, I think, who who really filled in an element that this team needed at the time when they signed him. Uh, A guy who was undrafted and turned out to be the number one quarterback, number one cornerback, excuse me, for this team for several years. And then you have Roman Harper. And, you know, a lot of people used to beat up Roman Harper about his coverage skills and those kinds of things. But, you know, a couple of things we can say about him was, one, he hit hard. Two, he was very good in the box. And three, he was a guy who you could turn to in any situation, and Roman Harper would kind of let you know what was what, and he'd give you a great quote, and he was always accommodating from a media standpoint. And, and, and those things, obviously, you know, don't play in the bigger picture, but you know, for us media types, they really mean something because you want a guy who will speak in good times and bad times, and he was one of those guys. And not to say the other guys weren't, but he certainly was a guy you could turn to in all, those, in all those situations. So you're talking about guys who were longtime starters who played a significant amount of football for the saints and who were good guys off the field as well. So, you know, they'll, they'll be missed. And, and certainly, you know, when you're talking about a leadership standpoint, when John Vilma's not in the line in, in the lineup and he hadn't been the last couple of seasons, that was a big voice to go missing. Jabari Greer was a guy who didn't mind tutoring cornerbacks. Uh, Roman Harper, even though, you know, he might've kind of seen the writing on the wall. He was a guy who didn't mind sharing his knowledge with the safety. So, you know they're guys who will be missed because of what they did on the field, certainly, but just as much for what they did in the, in the community and in the, and in, and in the
1: locker room. Yeah, classy guys whose names will be um, professed around here for a long, long time uh, as we remember the championship run, especially. That's John Deshazer, lead guy for NewOrleansSaints.com. I'm Sean Kelly. The Black and Blue Report today uh, features Avery Johnson, Trombone Shorty, and up next we'll recap the uh, final game of the road trip there for the Pelicans. A win at Milwaukee right after this.
0: Your mission, win your share of up to 3 million in free play and prizes. M-Life presents License to Thrill, only at Beau Rivage. You could win a trip to London, even a new Mercedes E350. Drawings every Thursday and Saturday. Up to 800 winners. So play for the thrill. License to Thrill. You belong at the Bow. CM Life Desk for details. Gambling problem? Call one 9696 Your New Orleans Pelicans take flight on Wednesday, February 19th when the New York Knicks come to town. Tip-offs at 7 p.m. with a Pelicans Fest pregame block party getting underway at 5.30. Featuring live music, the Zataran Season Ticket Garden, and interactive games for the kids. Tickets start as low as $19.00 and are available by calling 504-525-HOOP or visiting pelicans.com today.
1: Black and Blue Report continues from the Smoothie King Center Studios. All-Star 2014 Central with John DeShazer. I'm Sean Kelly. Nice wrap-up to the road trip last night after dropping the first two. The Pelicans beat the Bucks at the BMO Harris Bradley Center. Final score was 102-98, and while the Pelicans only scored 19 in the fourth, it was just enough to squeak out of there and give the Pelicans their
2: 23rd win of the year. Well, they won it in the third when they scored the 37, and we've seen that uh, situation flip on the Pels a few times this season and last season where they were the ones who gave up the 30-point third quarter and ended up not winning the game, and uh, they were able to score 37 on, on Milwaukee last night, and it was great to see them. Get it together offensively. They didn't, you know, perform completely smooth the entire game, but they got enough offense. Got seven guys in double figures, which is something they hadn't had in a while. Uh, two guys who have been struggling offensively a little bit. Um, Eric Gordon had had two games where he was eight for twenty-four from the field and had scored a combined seventeen points, and ends up with twenty-one last night. And uh, and then Chief Aminu got back to double figures. Only only double figures. Only only uh, ten points, but. You know, he had at least a streak of six games where he was uh, single figures and hadn't been much of an uh, an offensive impact. So to get those two guys back on it, And then Alexia Agensa played a fantastic game, all things considered. I mean, he'd been, been uh, extremely shaky a little bit. You know, we've seen some games where he played, you know, less than 10 minutes, and he was able to get up to 16 points and nine rebounds and played – you know, a solid 22 minutes for the team last night. So all that helped because Anthony Davis was in foul trouble the, the majority of the game, and AD only ends up with 12 points and a rebound, which is, you know, almost unheard of for him. I mean, he'll tip six of them, but, you know, he ends up with one rebound because of that foul trouble, and so his teammates came to the rescue and kind of and kind of bailed him out.
1: Yeah, Jinso, just one rebound shy of his first double-double as a Pelican. That had been pretty cool. Luke Babbitt off the bench, by the way, with a season-high 10 points last night on four of eight shooting. He was one of the seven that John mentioned. J.D., you caught up with it. Anthony Davis, right? Post-game yes. locker room. Yes. Here's John DeShazer with Anthony Davis following the win last night in Milwaukee.
2: A.D., you had foul trouble most of the night. You guys still were able to pull it out. Just talk about the the uh, assistance you got from teammates tonight.
3: Yeah, um, so I was called team. Team basketball. You know, uh said got in foul trouble and, you know, guys stepped up. Uh, Lexi played well. You know, we need to play like that every game. Chief played, you know, excellent. in need product at every game. Um, Greg played well. You know, I mean, everybody stepped up, and that's what we need from guys. You know, <clears throat> you never know what's going to happen in the game. Um, so, yeah, you guys got, got to be prepared, and that's what we did tonight. Keep fighting, keep battling, um, came back and got the W.
2: You said you guys needed to play hard. You wanted to get a win to finish out on the road here. How good does it feel, I guess, going to go into the break with a win?
3: It feels great, you know, give us something to be excited about. You know, we didn't want that sixth feeling going on the plane. You know, going to this break, you know, itching to play, you know, but you can't play for five, six days. So, um, you know, it's tough. So knowing that we ended the ended the break on a win uh, feels good. <coughs>
2: now it's off to All-Star break. Obviously your first All-Star game. Just give us your thoughts on now finally getting a chance to get in the game.
3: Uh, it's great. Uh, you know, to be an All-Star my second year it's amazing. You know, but uh, you now worry about the rookie game first. You know, we got to play that game. We got a lot of media to do. A lot of stuff to do. So, uh I mean it's gonna be a busy weekend but it's gonna be fun, you know, fun, exciting and um I'm prepared.
2: You know, everybody looks at you, you know, you they say you're twenty years old, but obviously you've been around these guys already, so this doesn't seem like it's gonna be a huge situation for you.
3: Yeah, no, nah, uh most of the guys who's on the Olympic team, so had a chance to play with them there, you know, have fun, you know, them guys, you know, treating me like I was their little brother, you know. So I mean I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's not gonna be any different, you know, but some of the guys I won't be playing with, you know. So uh but still, you know, I'm still going to um, have fun. You know, uh, most of the guys I'm able to play with or I'm cool with. So, I mean, it's going to be a fun weekend.
2: Do you see this is more of a loose situation than, I guess, playing for Team USA? You know, you guys are trying to win a gold medal there, but this is, you know, obviously you want to win the game with the West, but, you know, is it more of a loose situation?
3: Yeah, uh, probably for everybody else, but not for me. I mean. Last year in the rookie game, I was kind of considered a loose situation and kind of got yelled at by coach. <laughs> he was kind of mad. Like, what are you doing? So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go in, you know, with the mindset, just go out there and play. You know, definitely want to keep my rhythm, you know, uh, you know, going into, into uh, that game with New York. Um, but it's time to just have fun as well. So, um, I'm going to enjoy it at the same time. Make sure, you know, I wouldn't do nothing out there unusual.
1: Anthony Davis finished with 12 points last night, a block shot, and, uh, one rebound he um, had foul trouble as John mentioned and uh, as John also mentioned Eric Gordon was pretty pretty good last night he had a team high 21 points uh, for the Pelicans on 7 of 13 shooting he was our star of the game on the radio broadcast and then in the locker room prior to departure JD also caught up with Eric Gordon.
2: You guys seemed to get it going offensively in the third quarter and kind of took control from there. Uh, Was there anything you guys saw at halftime that kind of allowed you to, you know, step on the accelerator? Well, um, you know, defensively, we we just, you know, we weren't really aggressive defensively and we just weren't on point with it. But, uh, you know, we really stepped it up in the second half offensively and defensively and uh, just started, you know, we just needed to get back into a rhythm of, you know, playing playing well on both ends. Got balanced scoring offensively. Is that something that you guys you know feel obviously that you can do well? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's always difficult for you know our opponent to you know guard us when we're you know hitting hitting uh, you know scoring in all cylinders. So it's it's good to see that, and uh, you know, it's on you, you we're unpredictable when you're when, you know, when you're scoring like that. How good does it feel to go into the break with a win after a couple of losses on the road? Well, yeah, it's good for us for all, for all the things that we've been through this first half of the season. And, uh, you know, second half is going to see where we're really made of and uh, see what happens from there.
1: So, John, now the all-star break. I think some guys could use a break. The dog days of the season did take their toll somewhat there at the end, losing two of three on the road. Well, this
2: will be a good opportunity for guys to kind of get their legs back under him. The only guy who won't be able to do so is A.D., but then again, A.D. is 20 years old. So he should be able to rebound fairly decently for a young guy. But everybody else gets a chance to get off their feet, if you want to call it that, because I'm sure they'll be you know, un- involved in the all-star activities one way or the other, uh, whether it's a jam session uh, appearance or if it's just an appearance at a party. But, you know, these guys don't take the entire time off, but at least they won't be running around and, and expending, expending that kind of energy. They'll get a chance to, to recharge the batteries a little bit.
1: Yep. All right. So lots going on over here, of course. Uh, and we'll have more tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report as well from the Smoothie King Center. Regarding All Star Weekend, uh, JD, who, if if you could interview one person uh, for All Star Weekend, who would it be?
2: Wow, now that's kind of, hmm. Let me think here. Who would I interview if I could talk to one person? That's kind of hard. Let me. I, I. I. See, you threw me off. I wasn't really thinking about that, and uh, and I don't necessarily, off the top of my head maybe Kyrie Irving.
1: Hmm, okay. Yeah, maybe
2: him. Yeah, okay. maybe him cuz he's, you know, he he's not bashful about biting his tongue. Uh and then he's going through a tough situation in Cleveland right now. Uh also uh an All-Star starter, so you know, you figure it's going to be the first of many. And uh he's right at that he's right at that point where he's about to make that you know, LeBron type decision where he's going to have to either stick it out with Cleveland or he's going to have to bail. And uh, the way Cleveland's ship is going right now, you can kind of, if you had to hazard a guess, you'd figure he's going to bail. But, uh, you know, he's somebody who I don't know if he'd say the politically correct thing as opposed to actually speaking his mind. So, yeah, he might be the guy I speak to right now. Because the other guys, you know, they're established stars. You've heard them in so many forms, you know, so many forms that – you know They're kind of prepackaged, but you like to get guys who aren't kind of packaged just yet.
1: Yeah, I think player-wise for me would be Chris Paul, um, just because I'd like to take him back to when maybe he was a little more stripped down and not as scripted um, and just get his thoughts on where things stand here at year nine now in his career returning here to this city for the All-Star game. I think that would be interesting, and it wouldn't, and I wouldn't want to do it. In, I would like to be in a room off to the side – Hey, Chris, remember when we used to just kind of just that would, shoot the breeze? Yeah, that'd be where you'd have to get him. Yeah.
2: I mean, once you get him in that mass setting right now, I mean, he's, you know, I don't, and, you know, you, you don't want to say packaged, but, you know, CP, it knows what to say, how to say it, when right. to say it now, as opposed to, you know, back in the good old innocent days yes. where, you yes. know, he kind of spoke his mind and he was, you know, just a nice, quiet kid and, you know, humble and, you know, seemed like mom and dad traveled with him everywhere and now he's you know kind of grown up and, and had to had to reshape his image because he's had you know he's taken some hits on you know some situations in his career in terms of you know coaching changes and you know player movement and that kind of thing so yeah it'd be interesting if you could get him off to the side and kind of talk to him a yep. little bit yep uh,
1: and the other guy would be Adam Silver and I think you're going to visit with him on Sunday so I think that's pretty cool
2: yeah i'm going to talk to um, commissioner silver it should be pretty interesting and maybe we'll share a smoothie Along the way, maybe I can get him to take me out to dinner afterward. But, you know, we'll see what happens. And, you know, he's got his name on the basketball now. Maybe he'll, you know, brand mine on one for me just for, as a souvenir. Right,
1: you know, right. Nothing, nothing just major. Just a gesture. Yeah, nothing major. Right.
2: Nothing major. I don't, You know, I don't ask for a whole lot. That's a
1: pretty big ask. <laughs> That'll be on Monday's Black and Blue Report that we're efforting for you. Uh, still to come on today's Black and Blue Report, our all-star conversations continue. Trombone Shorty a little bit later. Coming up next, though, Avery Johnson. Well, your guy. Pass the ball! Oh, man, you're... <laughs> you're ruthless. He is the co chair of the NBA All Star Host Committee with Rita Benson LeBlanc, and he is with us and Doug Tatum in just a moment as the Black and Blue Report on this Thursday rolls on. All Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion,
3: because we know we can save you some money.
0: Basketball fans of all ages, NBA All-Star 2014 is coming to New Orleans and tips off with four days of basketball action. February 13th through the 16th, NBA All-Star Jam Session transforms the New Orleans Ernest Inn Memorial Convention Center into 40 interactive activities. Fans can test their skills, score free autographs from NBA stars, and pick up the hottest NBA All-Star merchandise. Jam Session is your family's ticket to everything NBA All-Star. Tickets start at just $10. Get yours today at NBAevents.com.
1: Back here at the Smoothie King Center. Uh, It's getting busier and busier on this Thursday. All-Star Weekend is well, frankly, here. So events start today at the Convention Center with Jam Session, and then tomorrow it really ramps up with the arrival of a lot of dignitaries, uh, celebrities, players, and the like. So today, uh, the building here that we're coming to you from is buzzing with activity. Yesterday, Doug Tatum had a chance to catch up with Avery Johnson. Avery is one of the co-chairs of the NBA All-Star Committee alongside Rita Benson LeBlanc and certainly Doug had lots to talk about with the former NBA head coach and now current NBA analyst and ambassador, certainly, of New Orleans. Johnson says he's ready to go for a big-time weekend.
4: Yeah, I'm ready, and I, I, I'm ready because when you, whenever you partner with the great New Orleans Sports Foundation on an event, now I clearly understand why they are such a great organization. And then when you combine that with my co-chairman, uh, Rita Benson LeBlanc, and all of the people from the, the, the Pelicans slash Saints, uh, it's, it's what you call great organization, great communication, uh, and, and they have a high level of confidence in putting on major events. And nobody knows how to do it like New Orleans. So that's why I'm really excited.
5: What's your favorite event of All-Star Weekend?
4: Well, I would say my favorite event my favorite event normally is whatever my kids are really excited about and my daughter's coming in from college so she okay so she's really going to be excited about the celebrity game so she's excited I'm excited but I would say you know I'd like the three point shootout that's always one in the skills competition
5: yeah. What's your best memory from 06 when you were the coach? Or your most lasting memory? Yeah,
4: I, I would say my most lasting memory is uh, actually the, the all-star practice because you had such a high level of basketball IQ at practice. And guys, if you put out a quick play or two that you may want to run during the course of the game, they just catch on with, with no issues. And... Just the amount of talent that was on that team, and the versatility of the roster—you know, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowinski. it was just a great roster. We had a good time. How do you
5: handle playing time? You've got all all-stars on your team. How do you, as a coach, is that your main responsibility? Yeah,
4: and it really is the responsibility of the assistant coaches. You, you know, you got, having an assistant coach that specifically you know, pretty much dictates or communicates with the head coach in terms of spreading your time out as evenly as you can because you don't want to overuse any players because that would be an injustice to their team. You don't want to un- underuse a player because then that's not fair because he is an all-star. So you try to keep everybody, you know, around that 18-minute okay. mark. And some guys may be 24 minutes, some, you know, maybe 16. But you try to keep them averaging about 18 minutes, unless a guy is injured or, or, or you know, has some soreness with a particular area on his body. He'll he'll say, "Well, coach, I only want to play eight minutes." That's a different story.
5: Put your analyst hat on for a minute. Who has the advantage Sunday, West or East?
4: <laughs> right now, the game. Is always dictated by the best player, and you know, uh, and and the best player right now is on the Eastern Conference, LeBron James, and you know, he's a guy that can close out games down. He's good. He's great at both ends of the floor. So when you know, when you have an opportunity to put LeBron and you know, weighed on the floor together, guys that have had championship experience. I think you got to lean that way.
5: Right. Talk to me about what's your impression of Anthony Davis making his first All-Star game appearance? Seems like to us he's had a big growth from year one to year two.
4: Uh, Anthony is a guy, you know, on our network ESPN that I thought and projected to be an All-Star. Um, and that's no knock on anybody who made it up. But, you know, he very well was an all-star outright in my mind. He's not a replacement. Uh, but to have him on the team, fortunately they did select him to replace Kobe. What a great second year that he's having. You know, to go from 13.5 points to 20.5 and, you know, 10-plus rebounds a game. You know, at one, you know, last year he finished with 112 blocks. This year he's at about 134. You know, so just significant improvement. Uh, could very well be the most improved player this year. And he continues to cast a, a positive light on Pelicans basketball.
1: Well, I know Avery will be excited, and we're looking forward to a big weekend too. On the entertainment side, Trombone Shorty headlines a couple of different events this weekend. We catch up with him next on the Black and Blue Report.
0: Hey there, what you having?
6: Um, what kind of specials do you have today?
0: Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now?
6: Uh, I don't know. Nicotine?
0: Listen, I'm gonna hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini.
6: Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org.
0: Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today
1: want well, to thank all of our guests today here on the Black and Blue Report. We're about set to wrap things up. As I mentioned, Trombone Shorty is a part of the entertainment this All-Star weekend. And probably for me, looking back to the 08 All-Star game in New Orleans, music that weekend might have been or might still be my lasting memory of that basketball game. Of course, alongside the fact that David West and Chris Paul and Byron Scott were participants. But certainly the music was fantastic, and it sounds like we're in for a repeat of that. As a matter of fact, halftime of the All-Star Game on Sunday features Trombone Shorty, Dr. John, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. And Trombone Shorty will also be a part of many other events all weekend long. That music from the 08 All-Star Game certainly still stays with Trombone Shorty. He was a part of that event, and he's ready for this one too.
6: It's a great memory. I got to come out and open it up with Kermit Ruffins and uh, Reaper brass Band backed us up. And we opened the whole game for the players' introduction and I just thought that was the biggest thing ever, and it felt really good, because I'm a big fan of basketball. So to be able to be a part of that, and I think that was our first All-Star game, yes. so that's history for us. So to be able to be a part of that was really, really exciting for me. And now for them to think about me again and continue to be a part of the NBA and different things musically, it's just an a unbelievable experience.
5: What's the difference from, all right, first game you are doing pregame, now you're halftime? Oh, it's
6: a big difference. I mean, you can hear that in the words, pregame and halftime. Uh, this time at halftime, pregame, you know, I came out and we did some things, but halftime, it's, it's really about the music for that, that small segment of time. Uh, and I, it's, it's a big stage, you know. I mean, pregame is big. Just being a part of the NBA All Star is big, but the, but the play to ha- the All Star halftime is just an unbelievable thing. And have to have Dr. John and went and Fire there. I mean, I almost forgot that we were playing that we were playing for that because I'm so excited to share the stage with these guys. So it's just wonderful, you know. It, the, the spotlight is on us, and I'm happy to be a, a proud representative of our New Orleans music and culture.
5: You mentioned that you're a fan. It seems like, to me, I've talked to a lot of athletes who want to be musicians. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of musicians and entertainers wouldn't mind being athletes. Did you ever have any athletic ambitions yeah, growing definitely. up? Yeah, definitely.
6: I played a lot of football and basketball when I was growing up. I never played for a, a particular team, but we played in the Tremay Center a lot. And uh, still today, I get on the court and beat up on my band a little bit. They they, they called me a fake Kobe Bryant. but. You know, it's it's, it's all in um, uh, discipline, and I think musicians love the discipline to be able to practice, and that goes for sports also. So, if you're trying to get that left hand together, it's the same thing as trying to get your left hand together on a piano. So all that type of energy, it, it is similar to us, and we just like it. You know, I don't know what it is a hundred percent, but I know a lot of athletes that want to be uh, musicians, and we have some some in the lead that plays. You know. Uh, but it's fun, you know. So we we try to play basketball a lot all the time.
5: Well, that's great. Um, I know you travel around the world. Do you ever have time? Do you get to go to any Pelicans games? If yes, what do you think of Anthony Davis?
6: I think Anthony Davis is great, you know. Uh, he's, he's putting some weight on him. He's going to be a beast. He's already a beast. He's wonderful. And I think with the addition of Drew Holiday, that just makes him even much better to have someone that's going to have great court vision like that. So uh he's going to be you know he's going to be a monster you know he's already been at the uh, the Olympic team and had great great experiences with some of the great uh teammates LeBron James uh, Dwayne Wade Carmelo Anthony Kobe Bryant and just to be able to come out the gate and be able to get that experience out the bat he's going to have a lot of knowledge and things that he's he's going to incur uh get as he go along so he's he's going to be wonderful and he's already doing extremely well you know we get a couple of more pieces to surround him and we might be heading to the championship soon one
5: more question Durant or LeBron
6: uh that's a tough question uh it's hard you know I don't know I don't know it's hard I, I like Durant and LeBron but I'm really a Kobe Bryant fan okay yeah All right. yeah, yeah but both of them are great you know they they, they hold it they're carrying a torch and uh I mean, they just, they're like animals, you know. You see LeBron running up the court and dunking and, and, and Kevin Durant, he's not as big as, as LeBron, but he has some power with him. So it, it's going to be exciting, you know, really exciting. Troy, thanks for your time. Thank Have you. a great performance Friday and Sunday. Thank you very much.
1: Again, our thanks to Doug Tatum for catching up with Trombone Shorty yesterday, as all are preparing for All-Star Weekend. Had a very busy black and blue report on this Thursday, didn't we? Our thanks to John DeShazer for being a part of the show today. Good Saints news to talk about, Pelicans news with a win last night, and now All-Star Weekend. We'll be right back here at the Smoothie King Center tomorrow. Producer Dan is already lining up a big show for us as we launch ourselves into the All-Star Weekend itself. Hopefully you will partake in some form or fashion. I'll encourage you to try out the NBA All-Star Jam Session over at the Convention Center this weekend. That gets started today. Don't forget tonight at 8 on the flagship station of the New Orleans Pelicans Radio Network. That's WWL-FM. It's our latest edition of the Monty Williams Radio Show. It's yours at 8 Central. From a very, very busy Smoothie King Center, I'm Sean Kelly. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Black and Blue Report. So long for just a while.
0: Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.
4: Here's a valuable lesson I've learned as an Intergy customer. Saving energy saves you money. And the online videos at intergysavings.com show you how. A few simple projects can make a big difference in your bill. In just a few hours, I knocked my monthly bill down by 20%. It was easy. From caulking windows to programming your thermostat, the Energy videos walk you through it. Visit EnergySavings.com and start saving today. That's the
0: power of people. Entergy. The Pelicans Valentine's 3-Game Flex Pack, presented by Woodhouse Day Spa, is a great gift for the basketball lover in your life. This limited-time offer includes two tickets to any three games of your choice on the Pelicans schedule, including matchups against the Clippers, Thunder, and Heat. Packages start as low as $54, plus the first 200 packs purchased will include a $25 gift card to Woodhouse Day Spa. So call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your Valentine's 3-Game Flex Pack today. Back today. Back today.